0: This episode of the Yoga Wine Bar podcast is brought to you by Inner North Star and the North Star Retreat Center. Whether you are looking for a complete life reboot, a yoga and meditation getaway, or a space to simply bring more mindfulness to everything you do, this is the retreat center for you. Located high on top of a mountain in San Diego's backcountry, you will really feel like you have gotten away from it all. In addition, there's a 20s-themed champagne room that will make your next event truly a memorable one. For more information, please visit innernorthstar.com. That's I-N-N-E-R-N-O-R-T-H-S-T-A-R.com. You can also track everything they're doing on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under the same name. And now, here is the next episode of the Yoga Wine Bar Podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Yoga Wine Bar Podcast. My name is Michelle Dutro. I am your host, and I'm sitting here today with Miss Gretchen Volker in her lovely estate here in Santa Barbara. She is uh, so gorgeous. I hope you jump over to show notes and uh, check out this photo of a gal who looks like she could maybe be 15, uh, yet has managed to uh, open this winery, uh, making amazing wines under the name Luna Hart, uh, focusing on Gruner, Cab Franc, Sauve Blanc, Syrah. She's Got all kinds of things that we're going to chat about. But outside of the obvious things, Gretchen, that people can read about on your website, what are some things that people might not know about you that we should kick off the show knowing?
1: All right. So I am originally from the East Coast. Um, grew up not knowing anything really about wine um, until high school when I um, ended up moving to Europe with my parents to Belgium um, in between my junior and senior year of high school. And that's really where the world of wine was first opened up to me. Um, And I'm a very outdoorsy person. I love to garden. Um, I have a little background in herbal medicine, so I'm very interested in plants in general um, and and all of the beauty that they bring. Um, And I love to cook.
0: Nice. So, you went there and were inspired about wine, but a lot of people could say that, but they don't have their own wine label. (laughs) True. (laughs) So, how do we get from there to maybe I could actually have a go
1: at this? Yeah. So, um, I've had a lot of fortune along my way. Um, I studied herbal medicine um, via plant sciences in college. Um, And... When I graduated, I at the time, it didn't seem like herbal medicine was going to be a viable career path, and decided, remembered that I was really intrigued by the wine industry um, and decided to give that a go, and I had a few job opportunities in Sonoma um, and down here in Santa Barbara County, and if you've ever been to Santa Barbara, you know why I chose Santa Barbara County uh, to start my career, but... Um, the reason why Luna Heart itself was able to start is because I did a work trade uh, with a friend of mine, Ryan Roark of Roark Wines. He's a garage yeast winemaker, makes about a thousand cases a year. It was my first exposure to that type of winemaking. I uh, always thought it had to be bigger, more extravagant. Um, and And he offered me a ton of Sauvignon Blanc grapes from the vineyard we were working on together. And I took that opportunity and ran and created my business through that. And that was in 2014.
0: No kidding. So still
1: pretty recent.
0: Yes. So let's go back to those days in 2014, because I know there's a lot of people who are listening and it's a big reason for this podcast that have a love or have a passion and are trying to figure out, could I make that thing a reality and sustainable as a way of life? I have to believe that looking back at you then, there were some things that you thought uh, maybe I can make this a go, but maybe I can't. And somehow you overcame enough internal dialogue to say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this thing a shot. What is it back then that you would say, when you really think back, were some of the biggest hurdles yeah. or risks that you thought, you know, maybe I should give myself a check here and just enjoy wine at a wine bar yeah. uh, instead? <laughs> so what what were some of the biggest uh, challenges you had to overcome?
1: Um, I love to make wine. It, it is a lot very similar to cooking and a chance for me to connect with the nature of the vineyard, um, all things that are very important c- pillars of who I am. Um, and so... When I first had that first vintage, it was only 25 cases. But the first very first challenge was selling those 25 cases because right. I, I am, uh, you know, I see myself now as more of an artist and and a hard worker physically. Um, so hard working on the pavement on the other side with sales was a was a big challenge in the beginning, um, and just uh, feeling you know stepping out of a little bit of a discomfort zone and taking ownership of what I've accomplished. Um, And then the second biggest challenge uh, was actually with my name. So originally this label was called Moon Unit Wines. Um, It was a name that my dad had for me uh, when I wasn't around. And um, it just kind of stuck. And uh, I, after that first vintage, when I just had finally sold out of that first vintage, I had my second vintage in bottle, but no labels printed yet. Um, I got a cease and desist letter from Moon Unit Zappa, who's Frank Zappa's daughter, followed by a letter saying maybe we should do business together. And at that time, I had to really do some soul searching and figure out, okay, now I have to go back to square one and figure out, how to rebrand and where to take this um, and it was a whole year of really hard business lessons um, and through that process have now trademarked my new name Luna Heart which is much more representative of my brand. Um, I see it as a reflection of my, the feminine and masculine energy that goes into my product. Um, so Luna being the feminine and heart is a medie- medieval word for stag and which is the masculine representation.
0: Got it. Yeah. So let's back up a second about that. I would think that a lot of people would go, holy cow, I've just got a big name person that is uh, saying, hey, maybe we should talk. I would think there are a fair amount of people right now listening saying, okay, why didn't you go down that path? (laughs) And not necessarily sell out. But I think there's a lot of people that uh, when they're faced with a challenge, wind up taking the easy road. Yeah, and I don't know that it would have been easier. I, you know, who knows, right? We right. don't have a, a way to look at a parallel universe. But right. out of curiosity, it sounds like you didn't really even entertain that as no. an idea. So why?
1: Um, part of it was because I didn't even know who she was until I Googled the name Moon Unit. So okay, if you're <laughs> listening, Moon Unit, that's, uh, that's no reflection on you. Uh, just at times. all. Yeah, just to, that's right. Different generation, maybe. Okay. Um, and, um, and also, I created this brand to teach myself about winemaking and to explore winemaking with my own investment and my own passion. Um, so that was what was most important to me. And if it meant doing a lot of hardship on the way and not and not going through that route and seeing what that might lead to, um, that was really important to stick up for.
0: All right. Well, I hope everybody listening pays attention to that because, again, I think that uh, maybe I won't be so harsh as to say selling out, but sometimes that easier road um, isn't so easy when we don't have the um, – sort of the wherewithal or the knowledge of ourselves to say, why am I even doing this? Right. Um, what about this really matters to me? Yeah. So now taking that moment where you said, okay, I'm going down a different path. Uh, again, check out show notes because there you'll see the label uh, of her bottle there and what that artwork even means as well. Um, but fast forwarding to now. So by you sticking with your passion, um, what has been would you say one of your greatest rewards over the last handful of years that's helped you get to where you are right now?
1: Um, really, it feels like, especially with Luna Heart, it seems to come in waves. Sometimes it feels, and also I've always had a full-time job as well, so this is my side project, and sometimes it's hard to put all your energy into your side project, and it's really exciting to feel these waves of 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 kind of momentum Um, this is now my second podcast I'm really excited about it getting to talk about the brand getting asked to do different events and just having people kind of recognize me and know that I'm the face behind Luna Heart around town is it really feels good and it's exciting
0: very cool yeah so, for those of, the, of you that are listening but can't see what we're doing, we have a glass of wine in front of us. Yes. So, let's, uh, let's do a little bit of a deeper dive here into this wine, why mm-hmm. you've chosen to make this wine, um, what it means to you, and what about the characteristics of this um, uh, help really come closer to kind of identifying your authenticity and you as a winemaker.
1: Yeah. So this um, that we have here is my 2017 Cabernet Franc. It's a brand new release of this vintage. Um, I've made Cabernet Franc. um, This, I guess, is only my third vintage. Seems a lot longer than that, (laughs) Uh, but started making Cab Franc in 2015. Um, I had mentioned that I started with Sauvignon Blanc, um, but really I wanted to get into the root of my favorite varietals, um, which for For white is Grunder Beltliner, and for red is Cab Franc. Um, And so with the Cab Franc program, I've worked with a few different vineyards over the years and have not really truly found which one resonated with me yet Um, and so this bottle in particular the 17 um, was an experimentation year of really teaching myself about Cab Franc throughout the valley so it's a blend of three different vineyards and just by chance if you look at a map of the valley they're directly in line with each other east to west so it's Brick Barn Vineyard furthest to the west almost to Santa Rita Hills and then Rock Hollow Vineyard um, which is also an Andrew Murray uh, source vineyard for the Eleven Wines, which is um, kind of in the middle in Los Olivos District, and then Star Lane in Happy Canyon, furthest to the east, the hottest site. Um, and vinified these all as similarly as possible, um, really trying to get to the root of place within, with Cab Franc, and I was astonished with how different they were. Um, 2017 also was a really challenging year for Cab Franc because we had a big, Uh, rain event and then extraordinary heat in the middle right as it was about ready to be picked Um, so it's the most challenging wine I've actually ever made as well Um, and I think it's really beautiful to see all three of those vineyards really add different layers to this and it's a single varietal Cab Franc but it really has a lot more depth and complexity than you may expect.
0: So in this, as a winemaker, because everybody has their own intuition or their own gut of Mm -hmm. this is ready, this is what I'm looking for, personally for you, what is that? Whether that's in wine or in life, when you meet a certain person or have a certain opportunity, whether it's, no, I'm not going to go down that path and and sell out, or this I know is right for me, or this grape is ready, how do you personally know um, when something is exactly right for you?
1: Um I mean it's always a little bit of guesswork but um I I mindfulness has always been a really big part of my who I am I've been practicing yoga with my mom since I was really young and um even on the east coast and my sort of life motto even when I was young to my parents dismay was living in the moment um and so I try to constantly keep in touch with that um and and take the time to be like uh, to not get caught up in the what ifs and and what am I missing out? And really kind of try to be true to what myself is trying to tell me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so with this, that when you said, "What was that about?" We're getting ready to taste this wine right now. What is it about this that when you taste it, you're like, uh, "This is it."
1: So, um, a. I just, again, I just really loved the way these three different vineyards played into each other. Um, the brick barn is the most acidic. It's got this really red, juicy fruit, velvety um, note to it. The brick, the rock hollow is the base of it. It's the majority of it. And um, it's got a lot of tannin and structure, which I like to have um, in my wines. I, I find my wines to be, um, I try to retain acidity. Um, but and have a little bit of delicate finesse but also I like to have some backbone to them Um, so that was really important to me with this Um, and then Star Lane um, it's a lot of really kind of interesting smoky characters to it um, that I don't really interact with much in Cab Franc um, and it just really surprised me um, how they all just kind of came harmoniously together.
0: So, and I should have written this down, um, you just said some things that parallel, I think, the label of your wine. But when you're talking about words like delicate and backbone, yeah, it feels a lot like your description of being that harmonious balance between feminine and masculine qualities and what that balance is between the two. So that polarity, which seems to show up with you uh, mm-hmm. all over the place, why does that matter?
1: Uh... I think it matters to me because pink has always been my favorite color, but I am, I love to backpack and challenge myself and push myself, um, physically and, and really try to be self-sufficient and, and, you know, kind of a backcountry type of girl. So it's always sort of been a thing for me that I can be both, um, Always. (laughs) Nice.
0: Well, I just uh, tasted this wine, and I would agree completely. It is such a lovely balance. Uh, Really just the feel of it on your tongue is so velvety and so soft and so smooth, but definitely has backbone. Um, This as a uh, person and as a tenant and as a value, how would you say if somebody's listening— and they feel that some area of their life is out of balance. Yeah. You said that mindfulness has been a practice. Yoga uh, is as well. You're somebody that has a day job. Yeah, You have your own label. Yeah. You've had your own challenges. That's a lot to balance in anyone's life. So as we're wrapping up our time together, if someone's thinking again, boy, I really would love to pursue my passion, but I already have so much on my plate. And I don't know how she does it, but there's no way I can. What would be your best advice for somebody that maybe is holding back and feels like they would lose control or things would go too far out of balance if they actually pursued their dream?
1: Yeah, um, I think that it's really important to be patient with with that. And, and if it means kind of breaking down whatever your passion is into smaller pieces and figuring out how to just take that first step towards feeling fulfilled in that way, um, then it can really help to bring your entire vision to fruition without being completely overwhelmed by it.
0: I love that advice. I know that uh, there's been times in my life where I look at the very end of what I'm trying to get to and I think, well, how am I going to get there as though the end is your first step, right. uh, which it absolutely is not. So that said, you are such a delight and pleasure to be with. If people want to know more about your wine or about you, what is the best way that they can find you and connect with you?
1: Um, my website is Luna heart Wines, so H-A-R-T for heart and wines is plural.com. Um, you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram through that as well. Um, And um, here in Santa Barbara County, I do private tastings up in the valley um, at my winery or in Santa Barbara itself at my home. Um, And all my wines are also always found at the Montecito Village Grocery in Montecito.
0: Oh, very nice. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I hope you guys check it out. Uh, again, jump over to show notes and check out the photo of her wine label. It's definitely representative of who Gretchen is. And if you are anywhere near Santa Barbara, you've got to pick up a bottle of this wine. It is absolutely lovely. And in closing, our final question here is favorite story, memorable story, funny story, whatever comes to mind. Um, that you have, uh, whether it's over a glass of wine, a bottle of wine, a case of wine, whatever it may be, uh, that you think about. Again, when we come back to mindfulness and that the reason we do what we do is to share these moments with people. Right. What is one of those for you?
1: Um, Well, drinking wine has always been an experience where I lose myself completely. It's part of why I love doing it. Um, It's a balance of science and creativity, but it also can just suck me into the moment. Um, But the wine that always sticks out in my head the most, that was Really instrumental in and inspirational for my style um, is a is a skin fermented dry Gewürztraminer from Gisburn um, from Milton Vineyards. It's called Libiamo in New Zealand, and I had never really had anything like it. Gewürz was my first first wine I ever liked when I was a young adult, um, but the sweet ones, of course. Um, and it was interesting to kind of touch back to what first interested me in wine um, and has really influenced me to use a little bit of skin contact in my whites, Um, not to that full extent, um, but a little bit, again, that's kind of my masculine touch on my white wines is a little skin contact. And someday I'd love to have the guts to make a full on orange wine or maybe a handful of orange wines um, once people's palates come into line with that
0: (laughs) very nice well I look forward to having that I'm sure it will happen I'm sure there's nothing that can stop you (laughs) well thank you so much for um, having me at your lovely home here in Santa Barbara it's been an absolute pleasure we are sitting in the yard so if you heard a car drive by or a dog barking it's uh, not rare that I or it is rare that I get out of uh, a mountaintop in Julian Uh, (laughs) so it is an absolute pleasure here to be with you and uh, I know you'll have every success in the world so thank you again for your time
1: thank you for having me
0: This episode of the Yoga Wine Bar podcast was brought to you by Inner North Star and the North Star Retreat Center, reminding you that the next person you meet, that next conversation you have over a glass of wine, could be the one that changes your life. Stay present and cheers to making every moment matter.